0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. One God. Amen. Christ is in our midst. I don't want to preach with a microphone. I hope. Can you guys hear me? Okay. I have about 10 homilies to give to tie a ribbon around this week but I'll only give you one, maybe one and a half. First of all, first of all, I wanna let you know that in this homily, we're gonna play a three-word game. (laughs) And you're going to pick out the words that I have written in capital letters Dudu, you already saw my notes so you're disqualified all right now I talked to Father Michael Nasser I was communicating with him I told him we had a fantastic week and I thanked him again for making this possible for me and he said I'm glad it was a good week tell the archers To pack their lessons. They are the most valuable possessions that you will take with you. So, the message from Father Michael is pack your lessons. If you forget the lessons, you've got shirts as swag. Remember the lessons when you see the shirts, okay? Now, what did we do this week? We came together, we had fun, we made friends. We did a lot of stuff that if you if you were keeping a journal of everything you did every day, like you would have already filled your journal and need a new one. Our days were packed. We are all stumbling and crawling to the finish line. And it's great. I would say we emptied ourselves. We emptied ourselves. So that we could be filled with the grace of God, so that we could be filled with the Holy Spirit. But what did we come here to learn? In my opinion, we came here to learn how to live. And most especially, we came here to learn how to live eucharistically. Remember that word, Greek word, which means thank you? It's what we call Holy Communion. We came to learn how to live a thankful life. And we came to learn how to live a real life. So, secret word number one is eucharistic. We came to learn, we came to live eucharistically. That's the first secret word. Oh, did I forget to tell you I'm gonna give you the answers? This is how I'm organizing my homily, okay? But the three-word game is the mnemonic device to get you to remember it. We came to live eucharistically. If I stopped right now and asked each of you to tell me 10 things you're thankful for from this week, you would have a hard time filtering the list because you'd want to give me 100, right? If I said, give me, give me 16, give me 16 people you're thankful for, you would just start going down the list of the other archers. I said, give me 25 people that you're thankful for, you'd include the staff and the counselors. This is a good way to live. You're gonna have a feeling when you walk out today. When you leave this building and you head to wherever you're heading, you're gonna have a feeling of sadness. Man, it's over. It seems like, I told Nick last night, it seems like two years ago that we met last Sunday and had our first conversation. It felt like we've been friends for two years, and that was only last Sunday. It's been a long week. It's been a fast week. It's been both, right? You're going to have a feeling of sadness, except for Kat, that it's over. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the idiot light that Bishop John tells you about because you've learned how to live. What we did here, you're gonna gonna feel sad because you're gonna feel like, I'm never gonna be able to go back and do that with those people again. Darn it. That was so special. You will think this, I wish I could live like that all the time. Isn't that what you say every year after camp? Okay, here comes word number two. I hate to break it to you, but this is reality. And the life you live at home is not the real life that God created you to live. This is reality. Father Matthew, I don't live at the village. Even if I do live at the village, like, we don't do this all the time. What are you talking about? Word number two is reality. This is real life. Why? Why is this real life? Because too many times in our life back home, We are trying to live a fantasy. We are trying to live our life through a screen. We're trying to live our life somewhere else. For the past week, for the past eight days, this is day eight now. Sunday is the first day and the eighth day. It is the eighth day of the kingdom. For the past eight days, you have been living in reality. Why did we take your phones? Why did we take your car keys? Why did we tell you, you can't drive to the gas station in the middle of the night? So that you would live in reality. How many of you knew me before this week started? Raise your hand. One, two, three, four we never met in person we met on zoom but we never met in person but we yes we knew each other on zoom right okay we've been friends for 20 years i met you on many of my previous stops here and i've known you for three years stayed at your parents house two years ago tell them thank you by the way four of you. If I had sent you a text message before we came and said, hey, here's all my advice to you about college, you'd be like, who is this guy? He doesn't know me. He doesn't care about me. Whatever. If we tried to start up a relationship via text or via Facebook Messenger or whatever, You would have no idea how good I am at (laughs) Spikeball. Right? You would also have no idea that I created a curriculum with Angela to teach you how to bake bread and I don't know how to bake bread. You wouldn't know that if all we did was communicate digitally through a device. But if we're together we're going through this and I show up in the dining hall with you I'm like what are we doing I don't know how to do this you will get the idea real quick that oh my gosh he's having us do something that he doesn't even know how to do but he's gonna learn with us it's a very different thing why because I can't hide from you here during this week I have tried to be myself I've not tried to be anything that you might expect. I've not tried to be anybody other than who I am and who I'm called to be. I've tried to be real with you. And when I make a mistake, I say I'm sorry. When I go off the rails a little bit, I take correction. When I make an awesome play, an angle ball, I scream. (laughs) Right? When I'm upset that my goal was taken away, I'm a poor sport, I'm sorry. Somebody had to tell me, don't be a sore loser, Father. Don't be a poor sport, thank you for that. I was like, oh man, I am, dang it, sorry. I can't hide here. I had my phone on this week. I've got people who depend on me. I'm sorry, I couldn't turn it off. I wish I could. You lived in reality. And what I was hearing last night was, man, this was such a good week without my phone. Wow, wow awesome. Also, you might think I can't do this at home because I don't have somebody making the schedule, and telling me where to go, and telling me what to do, and I don't have a ropes course at home, and I don't have all my friends with me at home, and I don't have a priest with me for 15 or 20 hours a day. Ready to just talk to whenever I need it. How can I do this, Father? Let's think about what we really did and think about what your life's going to be. What did we do? We woke up, we prayed, we ate good food. Just so happens we had a world class chef cooking for us. Good luck with that. But eat good food. You can do that. Stay away from the garbage. Do you know what the most common breakfast is in an Alaska village? The most common breakfast is potato chips and soda. This is not a criticism of those people. But they don't have access to good food. That is not a breakfast for a college student. At the very least, eat cold pizza, people. Good food. That's what we did here. We learned. So we woke up. We prayed. We ate good food. We learned. We worked. We exercised. You know why I went into a spiral four years ago? Because I wasn't exercising. That was one reason. One reason. Exercise. We rested. At least it was on the schedule until we (laughs) overruled it with angle ball practice. But we did rest. Probably not enough. We fellowshipped. We served. We served others. We ended every night with prayer. And we slept. And on the days when it was appropriate and necessary, we went to church. What did Father Chris say last night? Three words. Go to, church. Go to church. We did that. We did all of that. What did I just say that we did that you can't do in your life? Tell me. What can you not do? Sleep, wake up, pray, eat, eat good food, learn, work, serve, exercise, fellowship. We had so much fun, and that was the most fun, clean fun that you can ever have. Clean fun. You all felt great when you went to bed. Dirty fun makes you feel awful. We can all live this way. The best Holy Week I had, best Holy Week I had as a priest was last year, 2022. I made myself four goals for every day. Number one, do my prayer discipline fully, with no excuses, fully. Number two, serve the services of Holy Week. That's a nice 35 to 40 hours in God's time and presence. Number three, take a walk. That's how I could exercise. And number four, take a nap. If I did those four things every day, I was happy. And I did it every day of Holy Week in 2022 and it was one of the most magnificent weeks of my life that was my reality this is our reality here you can do this you should do this we need to live eucharistically i'll add one more thing one more thing to my list that I forgot to write in my notes. You know what else we did every day? We gave thanks. Every time we ate, we gave thanks. Before we ate and after we ate. Give thanks. If we live eucharistically, we will live in reality. And that means we will live incarnationally Word number three, incarnationally. You guys now know what the incarnation is, what the incarnation means. And you now know how that's carried forward in every liturgy. You now know how that's carried forward in our life. So now I'm going to tell you about the Orthros gospel, and I'm sorry for those of you who went to bed at 4.30 or 5 o'clock and are dragging. I'm almost done. Hang with me. Just please, hang with me. I'm gonna tell you about the Orthros gospel. You remember what it was? It's from Luke 24. Jesus talks to his disciples on the road to Emmaus. Luke and Cleopas. Cleopas had a wife who was at the tomb that morning, one of the myrrh-bearing women. His wife was at the tomb. She comes home and says, Jesus is risen. We saw the angels. The tomb is empty. And he said, I don't believe it. Because that's what it says in the gospel. Some of the women in our group went to the tomb and said that there was an angel, but we're having a hard time understanding this. Remember what I said, boys, on Wednesday about respecting women? about listening to your wife. Remember what I said in the group? Okay. Cleopas didn't listen to his wife. And he's walking seven miles with Luke to another town and along comes Jesus and they don't recognize him. They don't recognize him. And then Jesus talks to them about the scriptures and their hearts are burning when the scriptures are opened. Remember what Father Nick Belcher said? Read the scriptures, item number two, matrix of discernment. Open the scriptures, your hearts will burn for the Lord. But they don't recognize Jesus. When do they recognize Jesus? First of all, they invited him in. They were hospitable. Wow, what a novel concept. Why don't you invite somebody over to your house sometime and get to know them? You want people to come to your church, you have to invite them in. You want people to stay in your church, you have to get to know them and befriend them. They knew Jesus, Luke and Cleopas, recognized Jesus in what? The breaking of the bread. bread. I guess this is a four-word game today. They recognized Jesus in the breaking of the bread. I want you to know, I didn't cherry-pick that gospel reading for Orthros. That gospel reading was chosen from before the creation of the world to be read on this day when this group is here finishing this week. This was ordained by God. They knew Him in the breaking of the bread. You will know God in the breaking of the bread, if you go to church, and if you live in reality. Am I saying that you should not use your phone when you walk out of here? No, I hope you do, because I expect to hear from you. But use it wisely. Use it as a tool, but don't live in the digital world. You can look me up on Facebook, I have a profile, you're never gonna reach me there. Send me a message, I won't get it through Facebook. I'm not on social media anymore. I don't need it, I don't need it. This is what I need. Live in reality, live eucharistically, live incarnationally. Know the Lord in the breaking of the bread. You can do this, you can do this. I know that each and every one of you has a heart that's burning for God. And if you live this way, that flame will light up cities. Don't put it out. I'll finish with this simple reminder. When things get tough, And when you're down, remember our game yesterday. For the first 10 minutes, we got whooped. We were down four to nothing after 10 minutes. 10 minutes in a two hour game. And I heard it on the bench, and I think I might have even said it, we're gonna get crushed. Right? Everybody was feeling it like, man, Ten minutes, they're up four to nothing. For the next hour and 50 minutes, we won that game six to three. For an hour and 50 minutes, we whooped them. We owned them. And it started, it started when David played Goliath. I'm not taking credit for it. I'm just saying I realized, I just realized like nobody can guard that big guy. (laughs) So if I go guard him and he scores on me, I can handle it. I will take the blame. The church has got your back. When you're down, your priest will come and slay your Goliath. Right? And for the, for the last two hours of the game, for the last hour and 50 minutes of the game, everybody found their place. It was like everything clicked. We gave them a head start and then everything clicked. Everybody found their place, everybody found their role. And you guys, do you understand what you did yesterday? You ran five miles yesterday in one two-hour block. Five miles, right? And the day before, you probably ran another three to four miles. You can do so many things. If we advertise Arch Week, come to Arch Week, you're going to be awake for 20 hours a day, you're going to get sick, you're going to pick up trash. (laughs) And you're gonna run almost 10 miles in two days. Forget the hike. Hike is a baby step. You're gonna run for your life. You guys would be like, no thanks. No way. But you showed up, offered yourselves without question, and you did something absolutely amazing because there was no ego involved. Prob- probably mine. And that guy, Afif, is so nice. He's my buddy, we're best friends now. We talk for an hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah, he he asked me like, how do I do confession? I'm like, really? (laughs) Ball's on the other end. He's like, tell me about confession. (laughs) He's awesome. But yesterday, yesterday, we were down and out. We were down and out, and then for an hour and 50 minutes, we owned the field. We did everything we set out to do. Do not ever forget that. You will be down and you will be out. I've been there. But don't give up, don't ever give up. All you have to do is reach out. And God will be with you, especially in the breaking of the bread. My friends, I love you all. I love you all, and I can go on for another hour. But I think this is enough. May God give us the strength to live out everything we've learned, to live out reality. We don't need a conference center to be archers. This is our beginning. This is not our end. May we all live out the calling that God has given us so that we can have our awesome Arch Week reunion in the kingdom of heaven where we can praise and bless and glorify the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is in our midst he is in our